Good morning, family. Today we're going to be reading from faith to faith. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord, thy will be established on this day. Your ways be done, Lord. Open our ears and our minds and our hearts that we may change from glory to glory, from wisdom to wisdom, to acts and more action. In the name of your Son, the mighty name of Jesus Christ, for our glory and honor go unto Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, everyone, for coming in here. Greetings. Beautiful, beautiful. Your wonderful, wonderful body of Christ. You're my body. I'm your body. We are cognitive, intelligently going forward with the Word of God. So let's go ahead and start off. We're going to read July 22nd, Faith to Faith, Nothing to Lose from KCM.org. Scripture of interest today is Isaiah chapter 3 verses 10 to 11. Say you to the righteous that it shall be well with him, for they shall eat the fruit of their doings. Woe unto the wicked, it shall be ill with him, for the reward of his hands shall be given him. Ooh, incredible scripture. Isaiah chapter 3 verses 10 and 11. Again, say to the righteous, that it shall be well with you, for you shall eat the fruit of your doings. Amen. Isn't that great? Give, pray for everybody, good good actions, good deals. Just exactly what I predicted earlier. You're the body of Christ. You're wonderful. I love you. God bless you. And I pray for you that you may prosper, be in health in all that you do. But woe unto the wicked, that it, it will be ill with them, for the reward of their hands shall be given them. Nothing on our part, there's nothing we can do. They were warned, we were warned, we took the bait, we bought the whole barrel. Amen. We're in it. Thank you, God. Rejoice. And Gloria goes on to say, Have you ever been afraid to give yourself totally to the Lord because you think you might be deprived of some pleasure in this life? Chances are you have. That's because Satan is working overtime to convince you that he can really make your life worth living. But don't believe him for a minute. The real truth is, yielding completely to the Lord won't cost you anything that's worth having. It will only cost you to live life to its fullest. Jesus' life on earth was a perfect example of a totally yielded life. He was a he was a walking example of the benefits godly living brings. Everywhere he went, Jesus made the dead to hear, the blind to see, the lame to walk. He lived in perfect peace and absolute victory. That all sounds pretty good to me. All he missed out on was the devil getting dominion over him to steal, kill, and destroy. In fact, the devil couldn't do anything to him until, by the Father's will, he laid down his life. 
Until that time, Jesus walked in total victory over the enemy. Do you think you would miss out on a lot if you lived that way? Of course not. You can walk in that same anointing and power and glory of God that Jesus did. Do you have to give up your whole life to do it? Yes, you have to trade your life for the life of God. You have to trade your sickness for His healing, your poverty for His prosperity, your anxiety for His peace, your sin for His salvation. So why hesitate? When it it gets right down to it, you really have nothing to lose. And the scripture reading is in Psalm 37, verses 7 to 23. Let me go ahead and read that. I have my trusty Positively Thinker's Bible, the New King James, issued by Schuler Church, Crystal Cathedral from Garden Grove, which I've been there. <laughs> All righty. Psalm 37. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Verses 7 to 23. Here we go. 7. So rest in the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret because of Him who prospers in His way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger and forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked will be no more. Indeed, you will look diligently for his place, but it shall be no more. But the meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. The wicked plots against the just and gnashes at him with his teeth. The Lord laughs at him, for he sees that his day is coming. The wicked have drawn the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy, to slay those who are upright conduct. Their sword shall enter their own heart and their bows shall be broken. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The Lord knows the day of the uprights. And their inheritance shall be forever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time. And in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. But the wicked shall perish. And the enemies of the Lord, like the splendor of the metals, shall vanish. Into smoke they shall vanish away. The wicked borrows and does not repay. But the righteous show mercy and gives. For those who are blessed by him shall inherit the earth. But those who are cursed by him shall be cut off. Hallelujah. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his ways. You know, one of the ways to be enthusiastic in the morning is to, is to say to yourself, force yourself to act enthusiastic, Fernando, and you will become enthusiastic. And look Fernando right in the face and stay there. And keep on saying it for 10 minutes till you got the soul's attention. Once you have the soul's attention, the soul will surrender and say, okay, you're willing this on me. I will comply. I will be cheerful, laughing, full of uh, energy and, and glory for God that as people see me, they'll say, 
brilliance. They'll say, I see Jesus. I want that. I want that Jesus inside of that man. I want to follow Jesus. Amen. So people see it, but you don't recognize when they're, uh, they want more of it. You know, they come up, they'll say small things like, where do you go? To church. Or they'll say, uh, what, what meeting are you going next to? You know, so that's why you need to be in community service. Get out there. You don't need to be. Ask God to open the way. The Bible says that the Lord has prepared good works for us already from the foundations of the earth. In other words, we just have to get in position and lock and load and ride. Ride. Just like the good old cowboy movies. And talking about cowboys, Wichita Slim here, Kenny Copeland, July 22nd. <clears throat> Let's shift gears and go into the range with Ken. And his article is called, Like Living Stones. I like that. The scripture he uses is 1 Peter 2, 4 and 5. To whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God, and precious, yea, also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house, and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Whew, boy, that's a lot of scripture there. That's why it's so cool to have Bibles like the Amplified Bible, the the uh, Message Bible, to have the uh, Living Bible, the Good News Bible, and the, uh, the Passion Bible, the New Translation, the New... All these wonderful Bibles. And I like the apps that, that will break them down. They'll take one scripture and then you can see everyone's commenting on it. Beautiful thing. The uh, Young's Translation. Okay, let's try it again. <laughs> to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, you also... I guess it's talking about Jesus coming as a living stone, uh, disallowed indeed of men, okay, but chosen of God and precious. That's got to be Jesus. And we also are lively stones too. We are built up in a spiritual house, hallelujah, a holy priesthood to offer of spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Amen. First Peter 2. Four and five, you know, uh, worshiping and praising Jesus, uh, as Revelation says, and those songs that have been can come out of the Book of Revelations are just amazing worship that we can focus on Jesus and worship Him and praise Him, and get adoration, and get our fix for the day. He is our everything. He is our existence. He is our livelihood. We, we got to go thanks to the president. We got to give thanks to the creator or the boss. And that's humbleness, folks. Our flesh don't want to do it. That's humbleness. Amen. Okay, moving on. Kenny Copeland. One major reason that we, as members of the body of Christ, must learn to walk in love is because God Himself is putting us together. He has positioned us to right next to one another to build himself a dwelling place just like a rock mansion 
pick stones and positions them together in a certain way to build the strongest possible wall. I know a little about that because one of Gloria's brothers used to be a rock mason. He built the fireplace in our prayer cabin, and I spent some time watching him do it. As I did, I realized that laying rock is very different from laying brick. Bricks are all the same shape and size. When someone is laying brick, they can pick up a brick and put it in just about anywhere in the wall, and it will work. It will fit smoothly with the other bricks because they are all are just alike. Stones are an entirely different story. Every one of them is different. Some are big and beautiful. Some are small and strange. They have sharp, uneven edges. And the rock mason picks each one individually and places it exactly in the right spot. When Gloria's brother built our fireplace, he chose one funny-looking L-shaped stone and put it right in the middle. There were some strong, massive rocks around it, but they left a gap that only that one little stone could fill. That's a perfect picture of how God builds the body of Christ. He takes each one of us and puts us next to someone else who is entirely different from us. He positions us besides people with jagged edges that irritate our flesh. He connects us with people we would never ordinarily choose to be connected with. Why? Because his ways are higher than our ways. He sees a bigger picture than we see. He knows our weakness and strength, so he puts us together in such a way the strength of one can shore up the weakness of another. He arranges us so that my rough edges can sharpen you, and your smooth strength can even out my rough edges. Of course, humanity speaking, that's a recipe of disaster. It's an obvious opportunity for us to get in conflict and strife. That's why we have to walk in the agape kind of love. We must choose love, not because it's easy or because we feel like it, but because we're committed to the Lord and we're committed to each other. When we do that, love becomes a divine motor, mortar, martyr that holds us together. It transforms us, excuse me, from a tottering stack of loose rock and into one solid stone wall. Love joins us perfectly together and makes us as a holy habitation for the Lord. Amen. What a reading today. I was uh, shifting gears. I was trying to uh, record something that I can get on my gym and listen to. But the TV, for some reason or another, wouldn't go on. I, I was having trouble with it. And then I realized that... I wasn't going to be able to pay attention anyway because I'll be busy with the the gym. So I realized that God wants me to focus on that part and then he brought me over to this part, the Lord, which the message I'm getting is I'll be praying for you all day today. Psalms 23 for the body of Christ. I'm going to pray for you, Psalm 23. So as you go out through your day, just say, yes, Lord, yes, thank you, Lord, and receive that prayer, okay? Receive that prayer. He makes you lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside the quiet streams of water. He restores your soul. He leads you in paths of righteousness for his namesake. We are his. He leads us in good works already prepared from the foundations of the earth. 
Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that we're in it to glorify you and praise you and call upon you, Lord. We thank you for the resources. Thank you for developing the body of Christ with love. And we thank you for each individual member, Lord. We're all striving to do your will, Lord. And we thank you that we are in union. You and us, we and each other, we're union by love and by the love of Jesus Christ that put us together. Thank you for the body of Christ. In Jesus' name, thy will be done. Amen. Have a great time, family. Give them heaven.